Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Thursday afternoon, one day away from the start of Super Regional Baseball. Let's jump right into the hour with Ben McDonald, college baseball analyst at ESPN, former LSU Tiger, an outstanding college pitcher, former number one overall draft pick, and uh, all-around good dude. Ben, thanks for some time on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, I asked somebody this earlier this week, kind of thinking back to the regionals, the 16 regionals across the board, how would you grade last weekend for starting postseason play? Oh, I think pretty good, Richard. I mean, we had some really good games, some extra inning games, some surprises along the way. I think it was college baseball at its best. I really do. I mean, we saw some really good performances. We saw some performances from some teams we didn't think we were going to get, you know, including South Florida. And so all in all, I think it was good. But I think the Super Regionals are even going to be better. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great setup coming up this weekend. I do want to ask you about the regional that you were involved with last weekend. Uh, from a long way away, but calling the games in Eugene, Oregon. And what a story for LSU. Paul Benary announced his retirement as we were wrapping up the SEC tournament. And then you look up, and they're headed to a Super Regional, two wins away from the College World Series, but with a huge challenge in front of them in the Tennessee Vols. No doubt about that. Look, it was a surprise. I think most people had counted LSU out, although they finished the year pretty strong, finishing their, you know, finishing their their SEC schedule, winning the last three series. But then they get beat by Georgia in the first round of the SEC tournament, and nobody really knew if LSU was even going to make it in. But they got into a regional, got shipped a long way from home, as you mentioned, up to Eugene, Oregon. And when they lost Game One to that regional, Richard, I was like, okay. Uh, it's time to move on. LSU season is done. But the kids came out in game two, and it's almost like they just started to play a little bit free and easy and say, you know what, let's just go play the game. Let's forget about the pressure. Let's forget about Paul Maneri's last round. Let's just go have some fun. And, well, that fun carried them all the way into a seventh game where they beat uh, Oregon, which I don't think anybody saw that coming. Because I'm going to tell you, after looking at Oregon for the first time, that's a good ball team, especially at home. They got all the offense you need. They got some really good pitchers. But LSU found a way, and that young team – who's had its struggles, and it's been a disappointing year overall for LSU. There's no other way to say that. They've kind of found their stride here and playing some of the best baseball they've played all year long. Well, and you mentioned some young guys that are going to be in place for whoever the next head coach is. I, I asked you about that earlier in the year, and, and you know, you were pretty frank when we talked about it. Uh, you, you didn't specifically say that this was it for Paul Maneri, but it, it sounded like that was altogether a possibility. Now that we know that is the case, we get the report earlier today, Sully's out of the mix. He's staying put at Florida. Pat Casey's name is out there. Mike Bianco's name is out there. Any insight you can provide, Ben, as to kind of what the decision-making process is in Baton Rouge? No, I mean, I'm not really involved in it to say. And so 
Uh, I know, you know, and of course, Cliff Godwin's name is being mentioned over at ECU, and what yeah. a heck of a job he's done over that way. You know, he's got the SEC ties, of course, at Ole Miss and at LSU and Vanderbilt, and he's having a heck of a career over at ECU. But those are the three names that I'm hearing mentioned. Who knows if it's true or not, rumors. But regardless, all three of these teams are still playing right now. So it's yeah. it's going to be slow play for LSU. I mean, you, you know, no coach would even consider – talking to another team until, you know, their season is over. Because if you know anything about Mike Bianco, he's locked in. Godwin, of course, is locked in as well, and others are too. And so it's going to be until after everything is done. And, and you know, LSU's a heck of a job. It's a lot of pressure it brings along the way. But it'll get done in time, and uh, it is what it is on that end of it. But I'm sure Scott Woodward, if you know anything about him, he, he won't still make a splash. It's all you got to say is Tim Mulkey, and that's all you have to know about Scott Woodward hmm. and how – the athletic director here in Baton Rouge likes to win. He's a local guy, obviously. He went to Catholic High School right here in Baton Rouge. And so he understands the tradition and what baseball means and what sports means to Louisiana folks, for sure. You mentioned Cliff Godwin a second ago. You're going to be in Nashville this weekend, or at least calling the, the Nashville Super Regional with Vanderbilt and ECU. East Carolina's never gotten to the College World Series. They were close. I was um, I, I did the Super Regional two years ago in, in Louisville, where they got it handed to him pretty well. What are ECU's chances this weekend? Does it all depend on whether or not they get one of those first two against Locker and, or excuse me, uh, Rocker and Lighter? Yeah, I think you've got to beat one of those two guys. You know, because if you look at Vanderbilt, you know Patrick Riley, their number three guy's pretty good, but he's not as good as Kumar, of course, Lighter. Not many people are, but they're very beatable in a game three. But you got to figure out a way to knock them off. Now East Carolina and Cliff Godwin. They got a real dude on Friday night. And this guy, Gavin Williams, is six foot six. The fastball's up to 98 miles an hour. He's been a true ace. He's 10 and 0 with a 1 8 ERA. And so he's a real dude. And that, we, we probably got the best pitching matchup of anybody. You're talking about two first round guys, Kumar Rocker going at it with Gavin Williams. And so we got a big time. We're going to kick it off at 11 o'clock Central Time on ESPN 2 tomorrow. So we got a big time pitching matchup. But, uh, you got to like Vanderbilt at home. You got, Kumar and, of course, Jack Leiter. you got Enrique Bradfield, Jr., the SEC Player of the Year, and a really good offense for Vanderbilt that averages you know, a little over seven runs per game. So at the end of the day, you've got to like Vanderbilt. But I'm going to tell you, this ECU team, look, it's been building its way, and this is their back-to-back years for a Super Regional. And Cliff Godwin has got them to a Super Regional three of his six years, and five of his six years he's been in the NCAA tournament. So it's a program – Richard, that is about to bust through. And if they ever get that first time to Omaha, who knows what could happen after that. Ben, a couple of years ago you were in Starkville for the uh, for the Magic when Mississippi State was able to uh, beat Stanford. You had some of those big hits. It was an unbelievable environment. you got to believe that's going to be the case this weekend again. Notre Dame, a really good baseball team, but they play in a stadium that seats less than 2,000, and they didn't have crowds really at all. Uh, in the ACC for for the big part of the season. Is this environment going to be too big for Notre Dame? Well, that's a great question. If you would ask me, I would probably say, yeah. And the key for Notre Dame is getting off to a decent start. You know, but if Mississippi State gets going, those cowbells get ringing, they jump out way (laughs) on top like five or six to nothing, look, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for anybody because that's one of the toughest places to play. It's a great college environment. You wonder how the – the kids at Notre Dame are going to adapt to it, you know. And they got some good players. This Nico Cavadas, I think, is his name. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, the last I looked, he had like 21 home runs. You know, he's got like a third of their home runs. So he's a big time dude for them. And the pitching for them is pretty good. I think it's an ERA right around 3.8. And they got some guys on the mound, so they're quite capable. And look, you go 25 and 10 in the ACC, rather. 
you got pretty good ball team. They've been really good all year, so there's a chance for them. But I think the start for them is really good. If they go out and get boat raced in game one, look out. Mississippi State can really get rolling on them. Ben, back in your, your big league days or minor league days, did you ever play a spring training game at High Corbett Field out, out in Tucson? I don't remember. Now, I remember being with the Milwaukee Brewers, and we had spring training out in Chandler, Arizona, and pitched out there a few times and out in some parts of Arizona. But the ball, I remember the ball carry, and it's February out there, obviously, during spring training. March, ball carry is pretty good out there. And yeah. when I look at that, when I look at that Ole Miss and Arizona Super Regional, I see offense, right? I mean, you see, you, you see big time offense. And, and, you know, Arizona, if I'm not mistaken, one of the top five offensive teams in the entire country. I think they average like eight and a half runs a game. You know, they got a 327 team batting average. Look, they can swing it. They're going to score runs. But you also know Ole Miss, and they proved that this weekend, they're going to score runs too. So I'm looking at that one as being a very offensive super regional. I think we're going to see some big-time scores go up in that one. Because if you look at Arizona's pitching staff, and I glance at the numbers, their ERA is not great. they got some dudes that are pretty good on the mound, just good college pitchers. But there's no real – they don't have a – a, a, a true ace. They don't have a Doug DeCasey on their team. You know, not to say that anybody couldn't beat you because they certainly can, but I really like Ole Miss's chances out there in Arizona. I just think they're the better team. They're a more prepared team that's played a tougher schedule. I mean, a team that's, that's overcome a lot of adversities. You know, you know about all the injuries better than anybody. And, and when you get, you know, when you see Elko running around and doing the things that he's doing, if that can't give you inspiration as a ball player, I don't know what can. Do you see a guy out here? on one ACL hitting bombs, you know, and so it's like, I don't know, it just almost feels like it's Ole Miss's time to get back to Omaha. Inspiration, no doubt. I just don't know how it's happening. I, I, I don't physically understand how that's possible. No, look, and I think I think for whatever reason, coaches keep pitching to him going, okay, this dude's got one ACL. There's no way in hell he can do this again. <laughs> and he keeps doing it. You know, and so at some point you got to say, okay, I'm not pitching to the guy that's got one ACL anymore. And you got to start walking him, you know, because, you know, when you sit down with a pitcher's meeting before the game, you all say, okay, there's one guy that's not going to beat us. This guy will not beat us this weekend. And, and Elko's got to be that guy. But I think these coaches and pitching coaches, he's going, come on, how real is this guy? He's got one ACL. He can hardly move around. Let's pitch to him. Well, He's blowing the balls out of the ballpark left and right. It's been fun. But you know what? If they don't pitch to him, what you like about Ole Miss is Kevin Graham's having an outstanding year and Gonzalez and, and Leatherwood, Dunhurst, and Chotney. So it's enough offense there that if they don't want to pitch to Elko, they can beat you other ways as well. And Doug McCase, I mean, what can you say about the job he did? He came into that bases yeah. loaded situation on short rest. He gets them out of that, which was the ball game for me. I just happened to be watching that one. And, of course, he gave a couple runs his next time out. He's out of gas. But he did what he needed to do. He got out of the big jam the inning before. So, it, again, it just feels like for me that it's Mike Bianco and it's Ole Miss's time. It's going to be a great weekend, Ben. We'll be watching. You get things started at 11 o'clock tomorrow with uh, Vanderbilt and ECU. You're always kind with your time. You're the best, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Good talking to you. Take care. That's Ben McDonald joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. More Sports Talk Mississippi after this.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report. Traffic's looking good on Interstate 5520 and I-220. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to call your local law enforcement. This update sponsored by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. The Civil War Relic Show is back at Brandon City Hall on June 12th and 13th. Featuring vendors selling weapons, relics, antiques, uniforms, photographs, books, art, and so much more. Living histories with period attire along with cannons will be on display. Don't miss the Civil War Relic Show this Saturday 9 to 6 and Sunday 9 to 3 at Brandon City Hall. Free genealogy research and door prizes and great Father's Day gift ideas for everyone. $7 admission, kids under 12 free. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Sons of Confederate Veterans, Camp 265 Brandon. Proceeds benefit the wounded warriors of Mississippi. They're coming live. Earth, wind, and fire. The return. Saturday, October 16th at Brandon Amphitheater. Featuring the elements, Philip Bailey, Verdine White, and Ralph Johnson. Earth, wind, and fire. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. There's more at EarthWindandFire.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. As the calendar has flipped to June, your Mississippi Braves start a 12-game homestand June 15th at Trustmark Park. The first place Birmingham Barons are first up June 15th through 20th with Park in the Park and First Responders Day on Tuesday and Wednesday. Then on Thursday, June 17th, it's Mississippi State Night with Thirsty Thursday, $2 beers and sodas, plus $5 tickets when you wear your Bulldogs gear to the box office window. Early arriving fans on Friday, June 18th will get a beach towel presented by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Featuring a panoramic photo of Trustmark Park. Saturday, June 19th is Parrothead Night with a post-game Jimmy Buffett-themed fireworks show. Then on Sunday, it's Family Fun Day on June 20th with special pre-game Father's Day catch on the field. Plus, as always, the post-game kids run the bases. Join the Embrace this season with a flex plan or plan your group outing. For tickets and a full list of promotions, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Mississippi Braves Baseball. Let's play. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. If you enjoyed the college football playoff expansion conversation for the last two days, you are going to really enjoy today because we're dealing less in conjecture and more in 
outlined plans, specific options on the table for the Board of Governors to approve or tweak. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Brian Haydad has the day off alongside Michael Borky. I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? Let's do that on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Be honest, you know your business deserves better, so get better with a ceasefire business and Internet phone bundle backed by real support. The IT experts at ceasefire equip your organization with reliable high-speed Internet and industry-leading VoIP phone systems plus 24-7 local support so you can focus on your goals. They've got connectivity covered See how C Spire can power your success today at cspire.com slash business. Michael Borky, happy Thursday. What's up? Oh, just uh, making sure that we get everybody on Twitter happy again. Oh, you got people un- uh, upset on Twitter? Oh, Richard. So it- it's the funniest thing. What have you done? So yesterday we had a-, a conversation, and I thought it was a really good conversation with some substance about the Super Regionals and the fact that Mississippi State at home is a favorite over the traveling Notre Dame and Ole Miss is the underdog traveling to Arizona. So two Super Regionals featuring teams from the state of Mississippi, both uh, the home team is the favorite. So I brought up to you guys, you know, hey, which one is more likely to end in an upset. Do you think Notre Dame's got a better chance at Ole Miss? Which road team is more likely to win and pull the upset? I think was roughly the way you you, you couched the question. And we did a a poll on Twitter, and it was really simple. I mean, you you know, nothing that I expected to be anger-inducing, but Wednesday polls said which result is more likely. Ole Miss beats Arizona, or Notre Dame beats Mississippi State. And, buddy, people were hot about that. We were told, how could we call ourselves Sports Talk Mississippi when we don't support Mississippi State? Um, They compared us to the Clarion Ledger multiple times with their headline gaffes. Um, (laughs) We need more options. so, so, So yesterday it said, Wednesday poll. Which resort, uh, result is more likely? Ole Miss beats Arizona. Norda Dame beats MSU. Twitter needed an edit button. Yeah, I didn't feel like it. 1,661 votes. 65% have said Ole Miss beats Arizona. You had to be looking to be offended if you were offended by this because the conversation was which road team had the better opportunity to pull off an upset. Yeah, a very innocuous poll that that is should not be anger-inducing to any human with a functioning brain. But here we are. Yeah. People were upset about that. Poor Haydad's mentions. I mean, people were just mad at him because I put a poll out there, and how dare we? I mean, it just unbelievable. And the rationale was... Either answer means Ole Miss wins, which I I don't know how anybody can care about winning or losing a Twitter poll. But again, so 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 here we are. So so fast forward Thursday poll. Thursday poll. How much Mississippi State is how much better than Ole Miss in everything? A lot or a whole lot? 
I got a screenshot of that poll, and a buddy said, who made this poll, and why should any Ole Miss fan listen to Sports Talk Mississippi after seeing this? SMH. Oh, man. Well, it, lucky him. He missed the just sheer stupidity yesterday that spilled over in today where somebody <laughs> accused me of not understanding the culture because I'm an idiot from South Carolina who chooses <laughs> not to understand the culture in this state, and I should not have a job here. That's how far this got. Because I asked, I dare ask, Richard, I asked the horrible question, the anti-Mississippi State Mafia question of which road team in a Super Regional has a better chance at pulling the upset this weekend. Mm. And what's crazy is, the answers were, yeah, it's probably Ole Miss because, you know, we don't really see a scenario in which Mississippi State is losing. <gasps> How dare we? <laughs> I hate Mississippi State so much, I think there's not a chance they're losing this weekend. How dare I? Clown says, true statement, idiot from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Hey, I mean, you know, I don't... It is true. I mean, the guy that said that to me was exactly right. I don't understand why people would be bothered by that question. I think my lack of understanding or lack of being bothered by Twitter polls is probably why I have this job. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. So what answer did you pick? Mississippi State is how much better than Ole Miss and everything, a lot or a whole lot? See, I went with a whole lot just to be safe. I don't want people calling for my head today. I generally speaking try not to vote in our uh, Twitter polls. I don't want to skew the results one way or the other. Well, see, that's the beauty of this poll, though, is uh, there's no loser here. I mean, we already know that you know Ole Miss, Mississippi State's better than Ole Miss in literally everything. And if you so happen to at all say anything that is favorable about the heathens at the University of Mississippi, then you are a homer that doesn't deserve your job. So this poll's easy, though. It completely gives you an out from possibly praising the Satanists at Ole Miss. Ah. <laughs> Ceasefire text line is 601-879-4395. If you want to be part of the conversation, we would love to hear from you. Let's lay out what is um, being talked about for the college football playoff, and then... We are going to borrow the work of Braden Gall. Uh, Braden Gall has hosted a bunch of shows and writes, been college football guy for a long time. I don't always agree with his takes, but he has done some work that we will not have to do. He has laid out, since the college football playoff began in 2014, what the playoff scenarios would have looked like based on the final college football playoff polls and the conference champions from the regular regular seasons. And that'll be fun to look at in just a second. Here's what we're talking about. The college football playoff management committee will consider expanding to a 12-team format when it meets in Chicago next week, marking the first step in what could be another historic change for the college football postseason. ESPN obtained an early copy of the proposal, which, by the way, the College Football Playoff Management Committee has now kind of put out there for everybody to see. And they actually have a press conference coming up at uh, 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock our time. So we'll get some of the quotes 
as that is happening. The bracket would include the six highest-ranked conference champions and the six remaining highest-ranked teams as determined by the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. The proposal states, quote, No conference would qualify automatically, and there would be no limit on the number of participants from a conference. All right, so let's pause there. Everything we have talked about for the last couple of days and, frankly, for the last few years with regard to college football playoff expansion has assumed an automatic qualifier spot for the five Power Five conference champions and an automatic spot for the highest-ranked group of five team. That is not what this proposal states. No conference champion would be an automatic qualifier, and there's no limit on the number of participants from a conference. This proposal was written by a subcommittee of the College Football Playoff Management Group. It was authored by Bob Bowlesby of the Big 12, Greg Sankey of the SEC, Jack Swarbrick from Notre Dame, and Craig Thompson, the commissioner of the Mountain West. So the 10 FBS commissioners, SEC, ACC, Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12, Conference USA, American, Sunbelt, Mountain West, and MAC, plus Jack Swarbrick from Notre Dame, must agree on a format when they meet next week, June 17th and 18th, to discuss the topic in person for the first time since the coronavirus pandemic. Those four members of the working group have spent the last two years researching the possibilities to ultimately conclude that the 12 teams provides the best opportunity. You've got seven other members that have got to support it as well. We'll talk more about this when we come back with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. And a look to Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com no drip roofing and construction the name says it all all types of roofing and construction your certified certainty shingle installer family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro no drip roofing and construction 601-371-1051 summer's here are you ready for a vacation how about a vacation from your car payment 
June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Back credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795. 1999 down, 31.9% for 84 months. You can go for with approved credit. Mommy, how would you like if I told you what Daddy wants for Father's Day? Oh, honey, I know your Daddy likes the back of my hand. He wants fishing stuff. Daddy buys his own fishing stuff. All the stuff you get him, he takes back. What? He's been acting like he loves my fishing stuff. Hey, it's in the past, Mommy, but he really wants tools from Ace, Bolt, and Screw. He loves that place. Ace, Bolt, and Screw for the stuff Dad loves. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gavilton and Jackson, and right off I-55 in Gluckstadt. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Army Corps of Engineers 2022 budget request does not mention the Yazoo Backwater Area Project, and that has Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith concerned. In 2019 alone, the flooding caused two deaths, hundreds of millions of dollars in damages, destroyed over 600 homes, and adversely affected the aquatic and terrestrial environment. She's received reassurances that the Corps is committed to the project. At our peak, Mississippi had about 2,400 COVID cases per day. That number's down to about 110. Governor Tate Reeves is urging everyone to get vaccinated. Almost 1.1 million Mississippians have gotten at least one dose. And so, again, uh, when you look at that and combine it with the number of people in our state that are that have natural immunity from having had the virus, it's a pretty significantly um, pretty significant number of Mississippians. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. 
Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi on this Thursday afternoon. Tomorrow we'll be in the middle of Super Regional play. First game of the day begins at 11 o'clock Central with Vanderbilt and East Carolina. And then you will have baseball that locally carries you till about midnight tomorrow night, give or take. Porky, you better get a nap during the day. I got the coffee ready. Got the coffee ready. Will you drink coffee at night? I will, yeah. I can still sleep afterwards, so I, I, I guess it works out. But I used to be able to do that. I used to be able to get, like if we would go to dinner and got dessert, I would absolutely get black coffee with dessert, full octane, ready to go. Can't do it anymore. Go ahead and make an old joke. Go ahead. I just teed it up for you. Just too easy. Too the, the fruit was too well, low hanging you, you that time. You ruined it. Well, once you, once you say, "Here's an old joke for you." Well, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Well, ha, 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 experience there. Just get it out of the way. Take the punchline away before it's even. Uh, there's even an opportunity. All right. So here's what we're talking about. By the way, let's just because it's going to last so long. Let's call this for the next couple of hours. Basically, the college football fix. What do you say? The college football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough, like the 2021 F-150. Built for any job that you need to get done, you can test drive one. Hopefully, if you can find one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. That's how hot the 2021 F-150s are. All right, so the college football playoff proposal. Morgan, let's just I'm not I'm not reading from a script here. Let's let's talk through this. The six highest six highest ranked conference champions and then the six next highest ranked teams getting in as at large. No conference champion is guaranteed a spot. And so where they're ranked in the college football playoff poll matters. And because it's a 12-team format, the top four teams get a bye. They don't play in the first round of games. Only conference champions are eligible to be top four and therefore get the first round bye. That is significant because it means Notre Dame, regardless of how good they are or what their record is, cannot get a first round bye in this playoff scenario. Worth noting that their athletic director was part of this committee that made this decision. That is correct. And so you might say, well, why would he go along with that? Why would he agree to it? There's an argument to be made that getting a week off and hosting a home game potentially is a bigger deal than getting a first-round bye. 
Home game, you say? Yes. Couple of things. One through four seeds get a bye. Five through 12 will play, as you would expect, in a 12-team single elimination tournament. Five versus 12, six versus 11, seven versus 10, eight versus nine. The higher-seeded team, at least in this initial version of the proposal, would host a home game on their campus. And then when you get to the quarterfinals, they would use bowl games, use bowl games for the semifinals, and then a neutral site for the championship game the way it is set up right now. Give me your initial reaction. It's even better than what I initially thought it was going to be. Uh, I, I love the the absence of automatic qualifiers from Power 5 leagues. I didn't even think about that. Never crossed my mind, but I like that. It, it stops the... What happens if seven and five Pittsburgh somehow magically beats Clemson in the AAC or ACC championship game? Well, nothing if they're not ranked. I like that element to it. They would get in as a conference champion, right? No, no, they wouldn't be guaranteed. No, it is. They would not be guaranteed a spot if, let's say, they're ranked outside the top twenty-five and they pull off an upset in a conference championship game, that would not necessarily get them into the playoff. Right. So it keeps... The regular season will still matter because you have to be highly ranked and win your conference to make it. So all of that stays intact and access. That's what I keep going back to. I had somebody... I just asked the question on Twitter today, can somebody tell me exactly why this would ruin the regular season? Didn't really get any answers except for one person that said college football is unique in that a team has to be perfect in the regular season to play for a championship. I understand that, but a team can be perfect and still not play for a championship. Happened multiple times in the playoff era. There All is, right, so... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, just the, the lack of access is a huge problem right now in college football, and this would give access to teams that usually don't have it, which would create more meaningful games in the regular season. And yes, it would make Alabama's one tough game a year not as impactful because they're still making the playoffs anyway. But I would rather Alabama's regular season mean just a little bit less to have everybody else in college football's regular season mean a whole heck of a lot more. That's well said. So what would this have looked like in recent years? College football playoff began in 2014. That was the season that Ole Miss and Mississippi State shared the cover of Sports Illustrated, Mississippi Mayhem, all of that. In 2014, Alabama would have been the one seed. Oregon would have been the two. Florida State would have been the three. And Ohio State would have been the four. Those four teams would have a first-round bye. These four games would have happened on campus. Number nine seed Ole Miss against number eight seed Michigan State in East Lansing. You do remember that Alabama absolutely beat the brakes off of Michigan State in a college football playoff semifinal game. Number ten seed Arizona 
at the time still coached by Rich Rodriguez at number seven seed Mississippi State. And by the way, the winner of Ole Miss Michigan State would have met Alabama in the quarterfinals. The winner of Arizona Mississippi State in Starkville would have met Oregon in the quarterfinals. The five, let's see, the the eleven six game would have been Kansas State and TCU. That might would have been a bloodbath. TCU would have hosted that game as the six in Fort Worth, and the winner would have met Florida State in the quarterfinals. And then you would have had Baylor against Boise State. That could have been a fun game with the winner meeting Ohio State in the quarterfinals. So there would have been home games at Michigan State, Mississippi State, TCU, and Baylor. That was in 2014. 2015, the four buys would have gone one through four. Clemson, Bama, Michigan State, Oklahoma. The 8-9 game would have been Florida State at Notre Dame. The 7-10 game would have been North Carolina at Ohio State, winner meeting Alabama. The 6-11 game would have been Stanford hosting TCU. And the 5-12 game would have been Iowa hosting Houston, with the winner getting Oklahoma. 2016, top four, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Washington. Southern Cal at Wisconsin, and then they meet Bama. Colorado at Oklahoma to face Clemson. Florida State at Michigan to host Ohio or to meet Ohio State. Western Michigan at Penn State with the winner meeting Washington. Listen to these games in 2017. Clemson 1, Oklahoma 2, Georgia 3, Ohio State 4. The 8-9 game to meet Clemson, Penn State at Southern Cal. Correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't that the Rose Bowl matchup that year and delivered an epic game? I believe so. Number 10, Miami at number 7, Auburn oh, man. to meet Oklahoma. Washington at Wisconsin to meet Georgia. UCF at Alabama. Winner meets Ohio State in a quarterfinal. <laughs> 2018, Bama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Washington at UCF. UCF hosting a playoff game in the bounce house. Florida at Michigan. LSU at Georgia. Penn State at Notre Dame. And then in 2019, you would have had LSU as the number one. Ohio State is the two. Clemson is the three. Oklahoma is the four. Florida at Wisconsin. Penn State at Baylor. Utah at Oregon. Memphis at Georgia. That would be so much fun. So much fun. We'll get some of your reaction on the ceasefire text line when we come back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. There is an accident at I-20 westbound at I-55 North and there's a vehicle fire on I-55 northbound before Fortification Street. Expect delays in those areas. This update sponsored by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports. Brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Ready for an oil change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to help. We'll make sure you have all the supplies you need to make the job quick and easy. Right now, get five parts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95. Plus, get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle builds. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. Join MEC members and state leaders at the 71st MEC Annual Meeting on Wednesday, June 16th at the Jackson Convention Complex. This in-person event will bring MEC members from across Mississippi together again to share in networking, an engaging morning session, and an exciting luncheon. Participants will hear from Governor Tate Reeves and other leaders discussing important topics affecting Mississippi businesses and citizens. Register today at MEC.MS. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Evan says this playoff format takes away from those conference championship games. Does it? See, does it take does it take away from them? Absolutely not. Because of what they added, especially, and first of all, I've seen people today suggest that Nick Saban's going to rest players in the Iron Bowl. Uh, Absolutely not. Because the conference champion does not automatically get you in now. With their addition to the idea that was floating around, you have to be highly ranked as a conference champion to make the playoff. It's just not an automatic in. Nick Saban or Ryan Day or Lincoln Riley can't rest starters in their conference championship games or their last game of the season because if they lose, they could fall behind. And if they do that, they're not automatically in. And on top of that, Nick Saban's never, ever, or Ryan Day will never, or any coach in a rivalry game, rest a single player. It won't happen. This format will not let them do that. But even if it did... It's not going to happen. Yeah. That, that is the least of my concerns. Because it's not going to happen. I just think when you're looking at six at large spots, those games are going to matter. Now, could you get knocked out of one of those spots by losing in a conference championship game? Yeah, possibly. So last year it was... What, Florida and Alabama? Texas A&M sitting at home? Yep. It wouldn't have happened last... Let's say, though, instead of that being a super competitive game, Alabama had boat-raced Florida. I mean, I can see Florida possibly falling far enough to not get one of the six at-large spots, and Texas A&M would have been sitting at home, and they would have gotten one. And then two weeks later, they would have hosted another home game. And you've got seeding implications as well. You want to win your conference championship to guarantee yourself a top four and a bye. Yeah. Something to play for. Don't you think that, generally speaking, the SEC champion, unless it's some really weird year, is going to be one of the top four teams and they're going to get a bye? Let's look at it in the playoff era. Has that ever happened? I don't think so. In 14, Alabama was number one. In 15, Alabama was number two. In 16, Alabama was number one. <laughs> in 17, Georgia and Alabama were both in the top four. In 18, Alabama was number one. Georgia was five, for what that's worth. In 20, obviously, Alabama was number one last year. 19, LSU was number one. Right. I, I don't know how I skipped that. LSU was number one, and Georgia yeah. was five. You get a message here that says, you said top six conference champions go, but there's no way the SEC champion won't be one of the top six. No, I agree with that. Talking about seeding. 
Yeah, so the top four conference champions get the first round bye. But and to me, this is where it's interesting, and Borky pointed this out earlier, and I think it makes a lot of sense. You, um, you, you prevent some weird deal where, to use Michael's example, Pittsburgh at 7-5 and five somehow knocks off Clemson. Clemson still, or Pittsburgh's still not getting in the playoff. Unless they make some huge jump in the polls. Yeah, they've got to be top 12. And even so then, it's still, not guaranteed. Right. But it also gives you a chance to have an undefeated UCF be an automatic qualifier, not have to get in at large spot. It would have happened twice for two teams this past season. Two non-Power 5 conference champions would have made the playoff as an automatic qualifier this past year. Because Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina would have as well because they were ranked ahead of the Pac-12 champion. What an embarrassment of a conference that is. Mm. But that's what would have happened. Because the Pac-12 was so bad, they wouldn't have gotten an automatic qualifier. And teams that were perfect would have been rewarded for it. Now, is Coastal Carolina going to beat Texas A&M? Probably not, but they went undefeated. The Pac-12 was garbage, and so Coastal Carolina deserves the opportunity at a shot. Yeah. And Cincinnati proved, by the way, who would they have played in this format? Uh, Georgia. So, that was a heck of a football game last year. Tony says you're going to see more players opt out, in my opinion. I actually think, Tony, it might be the opposite of that because it's not meaningless bowl games. It's an expanded playoff to compete for a national championship. You may have a small number opt out, but we don't have a history of seeing opt outs on playoff teams. We just don't. That's not where guys are opting out. Guys are opting out when they have nothing but a trophy to play for. And I'm talking about like an Outback Bowl trophy or even a Sugar Bowl trophy. But not the National Championship trophy. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be back. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today in England announcing the purchase and donation of a half billion U.S. made Pfizer coronavirus vaccine doses to be shipped to lower income countries. We're a nation full of people who step up at times of need. To help our fellow human beings, both at home and abroad. We're not perfect, but we step up. The president says as long as COVID-19 rages around the world, the possible transmission of virus variants threatens Americans. Ahead of a meeting next week with President Biden in Geneva, Russian President Vladimir Putin's government cracks down on dissidents. A court in Moscow has banned three organizations linked to Alexei Navalny, the opposition leader who was jailed earlier this year. The move disqualifies Navalny's allies from standing in elections with the groups now labeled extremist entities. Fox's Simon Owen, America's listening to Fox News. 
You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Secretary of State's office fielded around 430 calls to the elections hotline during Tuesday's municipal general election. Most of those calls involved mask requirements, affidavit ballots, even weather conditions for precincts in North Mississippi. That's an area that's been dealing with flooding. For more details on this story, you can log on to supertalk.fm. A hearing was held yesterday focused on cybersecurity of critical infrastructure. Mississippi Congressman Betty Thompson, who is the chair of the House Homeland Security Committee, says the shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline crystallized the devastating consequences of ransomware. More importantly, it raised serious questions about the cybersecurity practices of critical infrastructure owners and operators and whether voluntary cybersecurity standards are sufficient. I'm Kelly Bennett. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us. Hey, it's Lucky Buck, and I'm here to tell you about a new holiday. And unlike National Selfie Day, this one actually makes sense. It's First Tuesday. On the first Tuesday of every month, the Mississippi Lottery introduces new scratch-off games, and that is a reason to celebrate. So try your luck with fresh scratch-offs each month. And hey, take a selfie while you're playing. Oh, hold on. That one may be a keeper. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. Because of the effect of the pandemic on students, Governor Tate Reeves thinks parents across the country will be more engaged in the coming school year. Because we're going to see significant disparities uh, for learning for those kids that have been in school districts that have been in the classroom when compared to those school districts that have not. Now that the vaccine is available to those 12 and up, he doesn't foresee any need for mask mandate. Infinity Science Center, the official visitor center of NASA's Stennis Space Center, has reopened following a temporary closing due to COVID. Michelle Anderson says there's a lot to see. So you'll see our, our rocket, as they call it, uh, from even from the interstate, you can see it. You'll see a tons of exhibits from, um, where do I start? The Earth Gallery. You'll see our sandbox. You'll see our hurricane prediction lab. They're open from 10 to 6, Thursday through Sunday. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Later this afternoon in the uh, 5 o'clock hour, Matt Moscona will join us. He is radio host in Baton Rouge, ESPN Baton Rouge, and is pretty plugged in in LSU circles. We'll talk with him about kind of what has been a strange couple of years at LSU. A little surreal. Paul Maneri's decision to step down, whether he went out on his own terms or if he was pushed out. And what is LSU doing in this baseball search? Borky, we got new news on that today. Kendall Rogers tweeting that Kevin O'Sullivan had removed himself from the candidate pool which flies in the face of the idea that LSU backed away from him and it doesn't make sense that LSU backed away from him if they're considering hiring who people think they're probably going to hire yeah Kendall Rogers yesterday pointing out that um the search was zeroing in on Pat Casey so if they were going if they're going to hire Pat Casey, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that they had a moral objection to O'Sullivan, but they're cool with the coach that recruited and played a registered sex offender. If you're going to play the moral card, you you have to always play it. And so that that makes more sense to me that O'Sullivan said no. This isn't right. I'm going to stay at Florida, even though none of my fans care. As opposed to LSU saying, nah, you've got some baggage. We don't like it. But we're going to hire the three-year retired guy that, again, has the background that he does. That makes more sense to me. Listen to the back and forth in this Twitter string. 
Kendall Rogers, coaching scoop. Sources tell D1 Baseball that Gators head coach Kevin O'Sullivan has pulled out of consideration for the LSU baseball head coaching job. He informed Florida of that this morning. All eyes are on Pat Casey for now, as we reported yesterday. Responses. And by pulled out, he means rejected by the board. Correct, by one member of the board, actually. But they have no issue with Casey, or did they leak Casey to get the negative reaction? Smokescreen. Kendall then jumps in. He says, that's not to say he accepts, but he certainly wasn't there to go to Parain's. Pat Casey flew to Baton Rouge for an interview. Somebody says, I don't know, Kendall Parain's is pretty good, better than anything you can get in Corvallis. And Kendall says, isn't that the truth? Though there's a great breakfast spot in downtown Corvallis with A-plus cinnamon rolls. Which is certainly the reason you take a job or don't take a job. Yes, sir. Um, does the Pat Casey thing get done? Does he actually have a legitimate offer? I mean, has the job been offered to Pat Casey? And where does Mike Bianco fit in all of this? See, that's a great question. That's a great question because some of the reaction from LSU people, and that's all it is, um, is just reaction from some, wasn't pretty yesterday. And maybe that doesn't deter them whatsoever. Maybe they, they found their guy and that's it and he's their guy. But if something happens there, that's where they're turning, right? John and McComb says if Ole Miss goes to Omaha, Bianco will be offered the job. I don't think it it's contingent on that. No. I think if for some reason the Pat Casey thing doesn't work out, whether LSU gets cold feet, Pat Casey gets cold feet, Pat Casey spends too much time on Twitter reading the reactions to his candidacy being leaked to the public. Somebody leaked it that wasn't supposed to, and that makes Scott Woodward mad, and so he blows the whole... I I think if this... Now that Kevin O'Sullivan is out of the picture, if for some reason it doesn't work out with Pat Casey, I think Mike Bianco will be the next place they turn. You got Cliff Godwin hanging out there at East Carolina as well. Jim Schlossnagel would have been a great candidate for LSU. But he's now apparently quite happy at Texas A&M. They did the introductory press conference today. He said all the right things, including they can have twelve to 15,000 at a baseball game in Starkville. We can do that in College Station. I'm looking forward to conversations about enhanced facilities. There are people that said that means facility enhancements are coming quickly at Bluebell Park. Yeah, and they'll raise the money in an hour. Maybe not as quickly as they did for football, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. So so this gets really interesting then. Especially, I mean, and I guess we're waiting on Casey, right? It sounds like that's where it's headed first. If Kendall Rogers has multiple times said that's where they're looking, that means that's probably where they're looking first. If... If that's where they go, then the story is LSU hires somebody with a questionable background considering all they're dealing with. 
if they choose not to, and they turn their attention to Mike Bianco, now what? For for Ole Miss? You mean, does Mike Bianco take the job if it's offered? I have a feeling that... Not, not a feeling. I think everybody involved would be okay with that. A lot of the fans... Obviously, Mike Bianco would be happy with probably a significant raise. And I think that a reset might not be the worst thing. How big was last Monday, this this past Monday for Mike Bianco? Oh, massive. Isn't it crazy how one game can do that? Because if they they would have lost on Monday, the narrative would have been affirmed. And, And nothing that he could have done afterwards would have changed it. It would have been affirmed as choke artist. That's what it would have been. Forever. I mean, forever. Narrative would have... And there would have been pressure, at least from some, maybe not on a lot of people, but some people, there would have been pressure, hot seat kind of pressure, on the athletic department to make a change. That would have existed. There's no doubt. It would have been very uncomfortable. Yeah. and Extremely they, uncomfortable. And, and maybe they choose... Uh, I think they would have chosen not to make a change, but discomfort would have been there. At, at but, absolute but, but now, But now, Ole Miss... Is two wins away from the College World Series. Yeah. They're going to a place where they're the underdog. I mean, if Ole Miss goes and plays well in Arizona, do, do people, look, but people are going to feel however they want to feel about Mike Bianco. If Ole Miss does not win the Super Regional, let's say they play well. Goes three games, they don't win it. People are disappointed, but there's not a, oh, he can't get it done line that goes along with it, is there? There should not be. There shouldn't be. My, my argument has always been that how good a program is should be based on whether you get to Super Regionals. Well, and especially this team. If you don't win this Super Regional without Gunnar Hoagland and your best player hobbling on one leg... I, I don't think that's a point of contention for people. At least it shouldn't be. Yeah. Put you in Mike Bianco's shoes. You're wearing the jersey with five on the back of it. Regardless of how this year ends, whether it ends this weekend in Tucson, a week from now in Omaha, or two weeks from now carrying a trophy off the field in Omaha. If LSU offers, do you take it? It's the best job in college baseball. It is. And there's an emotional attachment to it, I'm sure. It's been a long time since he's been there, but I I imagine that there is an emotional attachment there that maybe can't be overcome. Probably, maybe so. Probably so. Especially if it comes with a significant raise. Because unless they go to the College World Series, is Ole Miss in line to offer a few hundred thousand dollars more a year? 
Could they? Sure. Will they? I don't think so. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. There is an accident at I-20 westbound at I-55 North and there's a vehicle fire on I-55 northbound before Fortification Street. Expect delays in those areas. This update sponsored by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at NewCare MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. No Drip Roofing in Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing in Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Demand the best for your truck. Linex Spray-On Bed Liners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bed liner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between airport and cross gates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. They're coming live. Earth, wind, and fire. The return. Saturday, October 16th at Brandon Amphitheater. Featuring the elements, Philip Bailey, Verdine White, and Ralph Johnson. Earth, wind, and fire. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. There's more at earthwindandfire.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs) 
Women's college softball has a new national champion. Oklahoma just won 5-1 to one in Game 3 of the Women's College World Series. You get the whole thrill of victory, agony of defeat, all rolled in one. Ohio, uh, Oklahoma players celebrating in front of better than 12,000 at Hall of Fame Stadium. And uh, Florida State players, a lot of tears in the dugout. Softball television numbers have been good once again. Been excellent. They almost had two million people watch their game the other night. They just played the championship game in two hours and ten minutes. How about that? There was a there was a lot of hand wringing about um, the time and how they wouldn't do this for for baseball and how quickly people forget that Coastal Carolina won a national championship on a. What was it, Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. local time? Did this get pushed back to a day because it, of it rain? It was a scheduling issue, yeah. I think it's more about how ESPN is contracted to air basketball tonight. Oh, and so okay. they, they couldn't play it tonight because the billion-dollar contract they have with the NBA takes precedent over the very popular but less popular Women's College World Series. Yeah. Makes sense. It didn't affect the crowd there. Oh, no. Of course, Oklahoma City right in Norman's backyard, Oklahoma's backyard. They had over uh, over 12,000 last night. Looks like did the same again today. So, we had a few people text about that. So, yes. now you know, 5-1 to one, the final. Oklahoma beats Florida State in Game 3 of the best-of-three championship series. Softball's pretty electric if you ever sit down and watch it. I mean, I can see it why fast. it's popular. It moves fast, and it is I mean, generally the, the highest level of the sport there is, so it makes sense. I, I did see somebody uh, look up the high school stats of Oklahoma's team just for laughs. Oklahoma's leadoff hitter hit 7-10 in high school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and those three... Uh, Non-hits were probably liners right at somebody. So, told you that at at 4 o'clock, so about 20 minutes ago, a college football playoff management committee press conference started. So we've got some quotes that have emerged from Bob Bowlesby of the Big 12, Greg Sankey of the SEC, Jack Swarbrick. He was actually quite witty. (laughs) Confirms that Notre Dame cannot qualify for a first-round bye and says, quote, I look forward to never hearing again about us playing one less game. That's pretty good from Jack Swarbrick. Uh, Great quote from Bob Bowlesby as well, which is the genesis, the the exact reason why they're doing this. He said the practical uh, effect will be that with four to five weeks to go in the season, there will be 25 to 30 teams that have a legitimate claim and practical opportunity to participate. That is exactly right. Because November in college football, as it stands right now, is seven teams. Yeah, you're right. Borky, if you want to say what is Greg Sankey's influence on this, I think this quote sums it up. Now you got to dig a little bit and and kind of connect the dots. But I think this is the influence of Greg Sankey on this committee and the proposal that we ultimately end up with that probably had some compromise in it. Greg Sankey on why 12 is better than 8. Quote, 
I don't think automatic access works, close quote. If you are reducing at-large access for deserving teams, 12 is a good size to allow for both AQs and at-largest. Now, that was some editorializing from Nicole Auerbach. Greg Sankey was not on board with the idea of an 18 playoff where six of the spots were locked up, and his conference was only guaranteed one. And then there were only two remaining at-large spots to get in, and you had to be positioned perfectly to get one of those. That, that This particular no-automatic qualifier has his fingerprints on it, but kind of placates the Big 12 and the Pac-12, right? Who are the teams that are the, the conferences who have been on the outside looking in of the college football playoff? Those are the two leagues that have been hurt the most by the four-team format. And so I'm sure Bob Bowlesby and whoever's representing the Pac-12 right now were pushing for a way for their conference to be guaranteed a spot in the playoff. And it feels like Greg Sankey goes, well, hold on a second. Let's not guarantee anybody a spot. But let's create a roadmap that gives you the opportunity to get there as long as you're not terrible. That's what they did. Tim and Tupelo, how will the new playoff impact the number of regular season games? Zero impact on it. Zero. Yeah, I don't think it will. Um, because you're talking about 12 teams out of 130 that will be playing more than 13 games. Actually, no. You're talking about... So what, you got 130 and currently you have 60 or so go to a bowl game, so that's a 13-game season for about half of Division One. The other half plays only 12 because they don't qualify for a bowl game. And then of those 68 or so... You've got, what, 10 to ten to 20, I guess 20 that play a conference championship game. And then out of those, you've got four that play another game besides a bowl game and two that play one extra game. Real quick, you're, I wanna, you're not affecting that many teams. No, I want to drop this in here before I forget. In four of the last five years, no one ranked lower than seventh in the initial college football playoff rankings made the playoff. So they do their rankings in early October for the first time. In four of the last five years, nobody after six made the playoff. Hmm. The, re- the the college football playoff is decided in October, as it currently sits. Yeah. This changes that. It does. And to your point, I mean, we used the example yesterday. The FCS champion and runner-up, and I looked it up, it's 22 fewer scholarships. They have 63 to FBS's 85. The national champion and runner-up in the FBS play 16 games. If they can do it, 
with 22 more players, we can do it at this level too. No yeah. doubt. Get a question that says, does this make the path easier for a group of five teams to get in? 1,000 yeah. times easier. Last year you would have had two. Two of the 12 would have been group of five last season. Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina both would have gotten in last year. Use Southern Miss as the example. Right now, today, Southern Miss's chance to make the playoff is zero percent. It would never happen. It, it will. Cincinnati this past year going undefeated, not making the playoff, and not even being ranked close to it. Tells and you UCF doing it a couple of years back, also. And UCF did it a few years ago. A group of five team that goes undefeated will not make the playoff in its current format. Southern Miss could have the best season in school history and not make the playoff. In this new format, while it would take a very special season. Yes. A very special season, though, does make the playoff. And that's but a listen, huge deal. It's something it, for Will Hall to play for. It, it wouldn't just take a special season for Southern Miss to get in. It'll take a once-in-a-decade special season for Mississippi State. A once-in-a-decade Special season for Ole Miss, for Arkansas, for South Carolina, for Tennessee as it's constructed right now, for Iowa, Iowa State. All of the teams that are part of Power 5 for for Kentucky. But that's the cool thing about this. A special season gives you a chance. And so those schools that I mentioned just a second ago, did they have the ability to recruit at a level that year in, year out, they're going to have a roster that has them in the conversation to be part of a four-team playoff? No. No. But this gives you the ability with top 20, top 25 recruiting classes year after year after year after year, and some breaks, and some upperclassmen leadership to get to a spot where you can have a one- or two-year run when you got a bunch of juniors and seniors and you got a great quarterback and you got a defense, where you can get in. And if you get in, who knows what happens? Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. And a look to Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> 
the new degree of comfort. The Civil War Relic Show is back at Brandon City Hall on June 12th and 13th, featuring vendors selling weapons, relics, antiques, uniforms, photographs, books, art, and so much more. Living histories with period attire along with cannons will be on display. Don't miss the Civil War Relic Show this Saturday, 9 to 6, and Sunday, 9 to 3 at Brandon City Hall. Free genealogy research and door prizes and great Father's Day gift ideas for everyone. $7 admission, kids under 12 free. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Sons of Confederate Veterans, Camp 265 Brandon. Proceeds benefit the wounded warriors of Mississippi. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Mommy, how would you like if I told you what Daddy wants for Father's Day? Oh, honey, I know your Daddy liked the back of my hand. He wants fish and stuff. Daddy buys his own fish and stuff. All the stuff you get him, he takes back. What? He's been acting like he loves my fish and stuff. Hey, it's in the past, Mommy, but he really wants tools from Ace, Bolt, and Screw. He loves that place. Ace, Bolt, and Screw for the stuff Dad loves. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, and right off I-55 in Gluckstadt. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Secretary of State's office fielded around 430 calls to the elections hotline during Tuesday's municipal general election. Most of those calls involved mask requirements, affidavit ballots, even weather conditions for precincts in North Mississippi. That's an area that's been dealing with flooding. For more details on this story, you can log on to supertalk.fm. A hearing was held yesterday focused on cybersecurity of critical infrastructure. Mississippi Congressman Betty Thompson, who is the chair of the House Homeland Security Committee, says the shutdown of the Colonial Pipeline crystallized the devastating consequences of ransomware. More importantly, it raised serious questions about the cybersecurity practices of critical infrastructure owners and operators and whether voluntary cybersecurity standards are sufficient. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601 922 
If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. Did you see the Dak Prescott news last night? N- nothing on the field related. Although he is nothing, practicing. Nothing bad off the field. It's an endorsement deal. It's a significant one. Dak Prescott, who since before he signed his rookie deal with the Dallas Cowboys, has been tied to Adidas. He was a three-stripe guy. He was a three-stripe guy in college as well. Obviously, Mississippi State was Adidas when Dak Prescott was there. Dak Prescott has left Adidas behind and has joined Nike through the Jumpman label. I mean, that's the Michael Jordan piece of Nike. He is the only quarterback in the NFL who will be wearing the Jumpman logo. He is the highest paid Jumpman athlete now in the NFL after signing a four-year, $160 million contract. He's been an Adidas ambassador since 2016. And his now Jumpman endorsement is part of the stable of endorsements that include Pepsi, AT&T, DirecTV, 7-Eleven, Beats by Dre, and Anheuser-Busch. There's Sportico, yes, Sportico recently ranked Prescott fourth on its list of the world's 100 highest paid athletes with a total of $108.4 million per year in salary and endorsements. Good for Dak. It's amazing what being the quarterback of the Cowboys will do for you. That's for sure. That's why I, you know, I, at least I qualified it with it being a pipe dream about him not being happy with negotiations and the Saints signing him. Um, he was never leaving Dallas. Ever. No. Never. Unless the Cowboys didn't want him, which they proved that they did. He was not leaving on his own. And, and, and by the way, the reason. Did, did, I guess we talked about this when he signed the contract, or maybe just more details came out. He has a no-trade clause. And he can never be franchise tagged again by the Cowboys, according to the terms of this contract. He's locked in. Now he's just got to go win and stay healthy. Very important year for that guy. This year? This year. Coming off the injury, getting the big contract. 
you got to make the playoffs and you got to win in the playoffs. It's got to start soon. Yeah. Because once you sign that big contract, it's different when you're on a rookie deal worth a million too. The expectations when you're making forty million a year, yeah, changes things a little bit. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: he performs well over the next three years. Maybe they don't even let the entire four-year contract play out. They look at salary cap stuff. They restructure a deal, and he gets another four-year deal worth two hundred million. With the way the cap's going up, yeah. My goodness gracious. That is a king's ransom for Dak Prescott. He had security guards with him in Starkville last weekend. He could have paid the entire U.S. Army to come escort him around if he had wanted to. Well, he's just got to keep hate out of way. (laughs) That's it. That is it. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. How about this from Nicole Auerbach? Bob Bowlesby is giving credit to Greg Sankey, who those are two of the four on the management committee that put this playoff proposal together. And here's why. He says, the SEC is always going to be fine in whatever college football playoff format exists. And he adds that all four members of the working group were focusing on what was best for college football as a whole. Borky, this goes back to what we've been talking about that I think a lot of people haven't wanted to talk about and haven't wanted to recognize. And I'm talking about guys that do what we do for a living across the country, but also people like Booger McFarland and others who were anti-playoff expansion. These four men were smart enough to look at the landscape of college football And not say that it was on a shaky foundation or that it was weak, but they were able to look at it and say, we can make it stronger. We can make it bigger. We can make it better. There was a quote from Greg Sankey back in January when he was talking about going into this process. We will get to take another step back after seven years of experience and use those principles and objectives from when we set it up to see what we've learned to guide us forward. How do we look at access to the playoff and what that means at a national level? That's a question I'm not prepared to answer publicly right now, but it's the question we have to ask ourselves. In the SEC, we still have high-level competition and have had multiple teams accessing the playoff, with others incredibly close, but we have to be sensitive nationally to what's happening around the dynamics of the game. The weight of the playoff is something that has to be considered. We probably read that quote back in January and gave it the word salad treatment. Oh, it's just a lot of... There's some depth to what he's saying there. He says, look, man, and and it's not bragging. He says, we're the SEC. We're going to be fine. But for the SEC to continue to be fine... It needs strength around it as well. But like, yeah, it's like if you're working out, right, and you run a mile a day, and at first it's hard, and and then you get better and you get better. At some point, you're going to stop losing weight because you're only running a mile. You have to have more challenges to continue to get better at what you're doing. 
as was there, as with everything in life. Yeah. I mean, you've heard the stories about the kids that are really smart and too smart for the classes that they're in. If they're not being challenged, they start acting up, drawing on their desk and misbehaving because they're bored. Not being challenged adversely affects you eventually. Yeah. If it always comes easy, you get lazy. Yep. You get fat and happy. And a 12-team playoff will likely have four SEC teams in it a bunch. So. Yeah, that's a thing. That is a thing. Most importantly, more of his teams are going to make the playoff. It was going in a bad direction, though. College football was losing interest nationally. It absolutely was. Interest was going the wrong direction. Was it still healthy? Sure. Especially in this region of the country. Attendance figures were way, way down. Now, this isn't the only factor, but it's part of it. But more importantly, television viewership was way, way, way down. National interest in the sport was dwindling. It was still very good, but it was going the wrong direction. If they didn't stop it... I keep having people tell me that college football has the best regular season in sports. It does. You don't buy that? It's not as good as people think it is. Because like we said before, November stinks in college football. It's not a good month anymore. Like, weeks two and three in November kind of stink. Usually the first week in November is really good, and obviously the last week in November is rivalry Saturday. But by the time you get to middle of November, there's there's five teams playing for something. In the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, the last few weeks of the season is when everything is on the line for everyone. College football's regular season may be better than everybody else's, and I won't disagree with that, but the end of the regular season in the NFL, far superior than that of college football. Mm-hmm. Mike in Ridgeland says, why not cap a conference at three teams? I just point out, they specifically laid out that there would not be an artificial cap on any conference for any number of teams. If you qualify, you qualify. It's kind of the beauty of this. Your six highest-ranked conference champions are your automatic qualifiers. And and so you're going to get the six highest-ranked conference champions in. Which, by the way, that means a conference championship means something. And call me old school or nostalgic or whatever, but I really like that. Yeah. I like the fact that if you win your league, and it's a good league... And you're a good team, you're going to be part of the playoff. That's great. And if you do, if you win the league on a fluke, you know, if you're, what was it, 2005 Arkansas that went five and three in the league and was eight and four overall. They end up losing the conference championship game, but that team's probably not getting in the playoff. You've got to be a yeah. good team, but again, that's how it should be. And there are hosting implications if they keep it this way. If they find a way to make everybody happy with hosting the first playoff game, the 2018 LSU A&M game, remember the seven-overtime game? Yeah. If LSU wins that game, they're hosting a playoff game. If they lose, Ooh. they're not. Yeah, so now we're just going to have two-point conversion tries to figure out who gets in. 
Sports Talk Mississippi coming back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. That accident at I-55 northbound exit 46 has the left lane blocked and traffic backed up all the way past Highway 49. This update sponsored by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Harry's back. Can I get your attention? I like it when you smile. Time to play. Harry Connick Jr. and his band. It was great fun. Performing songs from across his career. One of those Harry Connick Jr. Saturday, August 28th, Brandon Amphitheater. Reserve seats on sale Friday at noon at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss this very special engagement with Harry Connick Jr. and his seven-piece band. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Now existing customers and new customers get our best phone deals. 
existing Seaspire customers. New Seaspire customers. <laughs> you might be saying existing and new customers. That's everybody. And we agree. That's why we call them the Everybody Deals. So whether you're a new or existing Seaspire customer, get an Everybody plan and make our best deals on new phones all yours. No bull. Seaspire. <laughs> new and existing customers get our best 5G phone free. Go to Seaspire.com for details. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Hey, a couple of um, messages on the ceasefire text line. Jonathan says, or is it Josh? I don't know. Feels if the expanded playoff is the folks in charge just tired of people complaining about the Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson fatigue. I don't, I don't know that that's their impetus to do this. But isn't that a win for all of us? To get something besides just the same four only involved. Now look, we may end up most years, a lot of years, with basically the same four involved. That's possible. But it's not going to start out with just those four. No. Others are going to have a chance. And the the concept of making the playoff makes other jobs more attractive than they are right now. It makes the old Miss and Mississippi State job, even if it's just slightly, more attractive and more sustainable for a potential coach or a current coach. Because right now, it is very unlikely, almost an impossibility, that Ole Miss and Mississippi State make the playoff. They, they, they're getting close. They've gotten close, but... Feels like it's not going to happen. If suddenly you can make the playoffs around here, it can elevate the program and make the job more attractive. But also, I mean, in any business, right? If your your sales are going down, they're good, but they're going down, and your customers are complaining about your product, you're just going to keep the product as is? Yeah, we're losing a little money, but we can't, we like it how it is. You're not going to do that. You're going to listen to your customers and alter your product. College football fans are customers of the product of the sport. They right now are frustrated with the same freaking teams in the playoff every year, and the playoff will be one of six teams this year. Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Oregon? Is there anybody else that you think can actually make the playoff this year? Alabama, Georgia from the SEC, Clemson. Anybody else? Ohio State, Oklahoma. No, I mean, yeah, I was thinking by conference, though. I mean, is Uh there anybody else from from the ACC? Possibly North Carolina. Maybe North Carolina. But those are big maybes, and I don't think they have the rosters to do it. Okay, so Ohio State, could Penn State have a bounce back year, maybe? Not playoff contention, no. Oklahoma, Iowa State with Brock Purdy? 
He's got to get better. Texas isn't there yet, but they're going to be before long with Sark. Yeah. You've got a stretch to get to 10 teams. you got a stretch. Oregon and what's your other one in the Pac-12? Maybe Southern Cal? Maybe. Good, experienced quarterback? Yeah. So you're stretching to get to 10 teams. The customers are complaining about the product, and they're not buying as much of it anymore. In, in a business setting, what would you do? You you adapt. You alter your product. I mean, look, look, we're an example, right? I mean, Super Talk Mississippi has evolved through the years. Digitally, with news offerings, with podcasts and video streaming and everything. If we were just doing things exactly the way we were doing a decade ago, we'd die. So you have to evolve if you're going to continue to grow. Hey, I want to do this one baseball thing. I know you and Hey Dad are going to make picks tomorrow, so I'm not going to ask you to pick winners. I just want you to tell me two or three games in each Super Regional. All right? In Fayetteville, Arkansas and NC State, two games or three games? Three. I agree. Austin, Texas, Texas and South Florida, two or three? Two. I'm with you. Starkville, Mississippi State, Notre Dame, two or three? Three. Agreed? Oh, this is no fun if we agree on everything. Lubbock, Texas, Texas Tech and Stanford, two or three? Two. <laughs> Dang it. We're still there together. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona, and Ole Miss. Three. Because I don't think Doug McKenzie's losing to anybody at this point. I'm not going to be there on Sunday. I'm only going to be on fr- there on Friday and Saturday, so I kind of hope it's two. <laughs> but if it's two and go home or they got to play one, then, uh, yeah, three would be fine. I-, I lean in the direction of three. Columbia, South Carolina, Virginia, and Dallas Baptist, two or three? Three. Nashville, Vanderbilt, East Carolina, two or three? I want it to be three, and I want ECU to win, but two. Kind of think this is the weekend that you get that one-two punch that is, whoo. Knoxville, Tennessee, and LSU, two or three? Three, and the Vols will win. Two, and the Vols will win. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Fun 5 o'clock hour coming your way. We'll be back. You're listening to WFMN for Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at the Rony Street I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today in England announcing the purchase and donation of a half billion U.S.-made Pfizer coronavirus vaccine doses to be shipped to lower-income countries. We're a nation full of people who step up at times of need to help our fellow human beings, both at home and abroad. We're not perfect, 
but we step up. The president says as long as COVID-19 rages around the world, the possible transmission of virus variants threatens Americans. Ahead of a meeting next week with President Biden in Geneva, Russian President Vladimir Putin's government cracks down on dissidents. A court in Moscow has banned three organizations linked to Alexei Navalny, the opposition leader who was jailed earlier this year. The move disqualifies Navalny's allies from standing in elections, with the groups now labeled extremist entities. Fox's Simon Owen, America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There's been significant rainfall in parts of our state over the past several days, especially in the North Mississippi Delta and Oxford. Governor Tate Reeves has been monitoring the situation. Uh, we did have to evacuate a neighborhood uh, that was downstream uh, in in South Oxford uh, late yesterday afternoon. My understanding is that they are back in. Thunderstorms and torrential rains have resulted in widespread flooding, mainly north of I-20. And according to WCBI, a barge has sunk on the Tenton Waterway and hit Stennis Lock and Dam in Columbus. The Army Corps of Engineers says the sunken barge is now restricting water flow through the dam, so areas north of it need to prepare for flooding. A former longtime mayor of the capital city has passed away. Dale Danks died yesterday due to complications from a stroke. I'm Kelly Bennett. Two-Step Ice Cream is a creamy vanilla ice cream with hints of brown sugar, chunks of chocolate cream-filled cookies, and tasty chocolate chip cookie dough pieces. Cookie Two-Step has everybody's taste buds two-stepping and one and two. The good old days are being made right now. Biden unveiled his $6 trillion budget proposal recently. Republicans, like Congressman Michael Gass, say more government spending is not the way to go. The budget that uh, the president has introduced uh, has record deficits, going to have record high taxes. Mississippi's Senate delegation was equally critical of the proposal. 
Lawmakers are debating the details of a medical marijuana program. Mark Formby with the Mississippi Workers' Compensation Commission considered how that might affect employees injured at work. You trip and fall and you get drug tested and you've got THC in your system and you whip out the card. You've got a, you've got a legal drug, supposedly. It, it still gets federal law. Yet you're in a state that says that if that is in your system mm-hmm. at the time of the injury, you now have to prove that it, that it didn't cause the trip. He says the greatest concern in his agency is safety in the workplace. I'm Kelly Bennett. Join MEC members and state leaders at the 71st MEC Annual Meeting on Wednesday, June 16th at the Jackson Convention Complex. This in-person event will bring MEC members from across Mississippi together again to share in networking, an engaging morning session, and an exciting luncheon. Participants will hear from Governor Tate Reeves and other leaders discussing important topics affecting Mississippi businesses and citizens. Register today at MEC.MS. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. 3, 2, 1. Super Talk Mississippi. Can you help me, Creole? Got a little girl waiting on me, and I want to trade her. Along the way, I think it was college baseball at its best. I really do. I mean, we saw some really good performances. We saw some performances from some teams we didn't think we were going to get, you know, including South Florida. And so, all in all, I think it was good. But I think the Super Regionals are even going to be better. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great setup coming up this weekend. I do want to ask you about the regional that you were involved with last weekend. Uh, from a long way away, but calling the games in Eugene, Oregon. Man, what a story for LSU. Paul Benary announced his retirement as we were wrapping up the SEC tournament. And then you look up, and they're headed to a Super Regional, two wins away from the College World Series, but with a huge challenge in front of them in the Tennessee Vols. No doubt about that. Look, it was a surprise. I think most people had counted LSU out, although they finished the year pretty strong, finishing their, you know, finishing their their SEC schedule, winning the last three series. But then they get beat by Georgia in the first round of the SEC tournament, and nobody really knew if LSU was even going to make it in. But they got into a regional, got shipped a long way from home, as you mentioned, up to Eugene, Oregon. And when they lost Game One to that regional, Richard, I was like, okay. Uh, it's time to move on. LSU season is done. But the kids came out in game two, and it's almost like they just started to play a little bit free and easy and say, you know what, let's just go play the game. Let's forget about the pressure. Let's forget about Paul Maneri's last round. Let's just go have some fun. And, well, that fun carried them 
all the way into a seventh game where they beat uh, Oregon, which I don't think anybody saw that coming. Because I'm going to tell you, after looking at Oregon for the first time, that's a good ball team, especially at home. They got all the offense you need. They got some really good pitchers. But LSU found a way in that young team who's had its struggles. And it's been a disappointing year overall for LSU. There's no other way to say that. They've kind of found their stride here and playing some of the best baseball they've played all year long. Well, and you mentioned some young guys that are going to be in place for whoever the next head coach is. I, I asked you about that earlier in the year, and, and you know, you were pretty frank when we talked about it. Uh, you, you didn't specifically say that this was it for Palmineri, but it, it sounded like that was altogether a possibility. Now that we know that is the case, we get the report earlier today, Sully's out of the mix. He's staying put at Florida. Pat Casey's name is out there. Mike Bianco's name is out there. Any insight you can provide, Ben, as to kind of what the decision-making process is in Baton Rouge? No, I mean, I, I'm not really involved in it to say. And so uh, I know, you know, and, of course, Cliff Godwin's name is being mentioned over at ECU and what yeah. a heck of a job he's done over that way. You know, he's got the SEC ties, of course, at Ole Miss and at LSU and Vanderbilt, and he's having a heck of a career over at ECU. But those are the three names that I'm hearing mentioned. Who knows if it's true or not, rumors. But regardless, all three of these teams are still playing right now. So it's yeah. it's going to be slow play for LSU. I mean, you, you know, no coach would even consider talking to another team until, you know, their season is over. Because if you know anything about Mike Bianco, he's locked in. Godwin, of course, is locked in as well, and others are too. And so it's going to be until after everything is done. And, and you know, LSU's a heck of a job. It's a lot of pressure it brings along the way. But it'll get done in time, and uh, it is what it is on that end of it. But I'm sure Scott Woodward, if you know anything about him, he, he wants to make a splash. It's all you got to say is Kim Mulkey, and that's all you have to know about Scott Woodward hmm. and how the athletic director here in Baton Rouge likes to win. He's a local guy, obviously, went to Catholic High School right here in Baton Rouge. And so he understands the tradition and what baseball means and what sports means to Louisiana folks, for sure. You mentioned Cliff Godwin a second ago. You're going to be in Nashville this weekend, or at least calling the, the Nashville Super Regional with Vanderbilt and ECU. East Carolina's never gotten to the College World Series. They were close. I was um, I, I did the Super Regional two years ago in, in Louisville, where they got it handed to them pretty well. What are ECU's chances this weekend? Does it all depend on whether or not they get one of those first two uh, against Locker and, or excuse me, uh, Rocker and Lighter? Yeah, I think you've got to beat one of those two guys, you know, because if you look at Vanderbilt, you know, Patrick Riley, their number three guy's pretty good, but he's not as good as Kumar, of course, Lighter. Not many people are, but they're very beatable in a game three, but you got to figure out a way to knock them off. Now, East Carolina and Cliff Goblin, they got a real dude on Friday night. And this guy, Gavin Williams, is six foot six. The fastball's up to 98 miles an hour. He's been a true ace. He's 10 and 0 with a 1 8 ERA. And so he's a real dude. And I, we, we probably got the best pitching matchup of anybody. You're talking about two first round guys, Kumar Rocker going at it with Gavin Williams. And so we got a big time. We're going to kick it off at 11 o'clock Central Time on ESPN 2 tomorrow. So we got a big time pitching matchup. But, uh, you got to like Vanderbilt at home. You got Kumar and, of course, Jack Leiter. You got Enrique Bradfield Jr., the SEC Player of the Year, and a really good offense for Vanderbilt that averages, you know, a little over seven runs per game. So at the end of the day, you got to like Vanderbilt. But I'm going to tell you, this ECU team, look, it's been building its way, and this is their back-to-back -back years for a Super Regional. And Cliff Godwin has got them to a Super Regional three of his six years, and five of his six years he's been in the NCAA tournament. So it's a program – Richard, that is about to bust through. And if they ever get that first time to Omaha, who knows what could happen after that. 
Ben, a couple of years ago, you were in Starkville for the uh, for the Magic when Mississippi State was able to uh, beat Stanford. You had some of those big hits. It was an unbelievable environment. You got to believe that's going to be the case this weekend again. Notre Dame, a really good baseball team, but they play in a stadium that seats less than two thousand, and they didn't have crowds really at all. Uh, in the ACC for for the big part of the season, is this environment going to be too big for Notre Dame? Well, that's a great question. If you would ask me, I would probably say yeah. And the key for Notre Dame is getting off to a decent start, you know. But if Mississippi State gets going, those cowbells get ringing, they jump out way <laughs> on top, like five or six to nothing. Look, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for anybody because that's one of the toughest places to play. It's a great college environment. You wonder how the the kids at Notre Dame are going to adapt to it, you know. And they got some good players. This Nico Cavadas, I think, is his name. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, the last I looked, he had like 21 home runs. You know, he's got like a third of their home runs, so he's a big time dude for them. And the pitching for them is pretty good. I think it's an ERA right around 3.8. And they got some guys on the mound, so they're quite capable. And look, you go 25 and 10 in the ACC, rather, you got a pretty good ball team. They've been really good all year, so there's a chance for them. But I think the start for them is really good. If they go out and get boat raced in game one, look out. Mississippi State could really get rolling on them. Ben, back in your, your big league days or minor league days, did you ever play a spring training game at High Corbett Field out, out in Tucson? Mm, I don't remember. Now, I remember being with the Milwaukee Brewers and we had spring training out in Chandler, Arizona. Pitched out there a few times and out in some parts of Arizona. But the ball, I remember the ball carry, and it's February out there, obviously, during spring training. March, ball carry is pretty good out there. And when I look at that, when I look at that Ole Miss and Arizona Super Regional, I see offense, right? I mean, you see, you, you see big time offense. And, and, you know, Arizona, if I'm not mistaken, one of the top five offensive teams in the entire country. I think they average like eight and a half runs a game. You know, they got a 327 team batting average. Look, they can swing it. They're going to score runs. But you also know Ole Miss, and they proved that this weekend, they're going to score runs too. So I'm looking at that one as being a very offensive super regional. I think we're going to see some big-time scores go up in that one. Because if you look at Arizona's pitching staff, and I glance at the numbers, their ERA is not great. they got some dudes that are pretty good on the mound, just good college pitchers. But there's no real – they don't have a, 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 a true ace. They don't have a Doug DeCasey on their team. You know, not to say that anybody couldn't beat you because they certainly can. But I really like Ole Miss's chances out there in Arizona. I just think they're the better team. They're a more prepared team that's played a tougher schedule. I mean, a team that's, that's overcome a lot of adversities. You know, you know about all the injuries better than anybody. And, and when you get, you know, when you see Elko running around and doing the things that he's doing, if that can't give you inspiration as a ball player, I don't know what can. You see a guy out here on one ACL hitting bombs, you know, and so it's like, I don't know. It just almost feels like it's Ole Miss's time to get back to Omaha. Inspiration, no doubt. I just don't know how it's happening. I, I, I don't physically understand how that's possible. No, look, and I think I think for whatever reason, coaches keep pitching to him going, okay, this dude's got one ACL. There's no way in hell he can do this again. <laughs> and he keeps doing it. You know, and so at some point you got to say, okay, I'm not pitching to the guy that's got one ACL anymore. And you got to start walking him, you know, because, you know, when you sit down with a pitcher's meeting before the game, you all say, okay, there's one guy that's not going to beat us. This guy will not beat us this weekend. And, and Elko's got to be that guy. But I think he's coaching the pitcher coach. He's going, come on, how real is this guy? He's got one ACL. He can hardly move around. Let's pitch to him. Well, 
He's pulling the balls out of the ballpark left and right. It's been fun. But, you know, what if they don't pitch to him, what you like about Ole Miss is Kevin Graham's having an outstanding year and Gonzalez and, and Leatherwood, Dunhurst, and Chotney. So it's enough offense there that if they don't want to pitch to Elko, they can beat you other ways as well. And Doug McKay's, I mean, what can you say about the job he did? He came into that bases yeah. loaded situation on short rest. He gets them out of that, which was the ball game for me. I just have to be watching that one. And, of course, he gave him a couple runs his next time out. He's out of gas. But he did what he needed to do. He got out of the big jam the inning before. So, it, again, it just feels like for me that it's Mike Bianco and it's Ole Miss's time. It's going to be a great weekend, Ben. We'll be watching. You get things started at 11 o'clock tomorrow with uh, Vanderbilt and ECU. You are always kind with your time. You're the best, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Good talking to you. Take care. That's Ben McDonald joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. More Sports Talk Mississippi after this. Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. That accident at I-55 Northbound exit 46 has the left lane blocked and traffic backed up all the way past Highway 49. This update sponsored by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Harry's back. Can I get your attention? I like it when you smile. Time to play. Harry Connick Jr. and his band. It was great fun. Performing songs from across his career. One of those things. Harry Connick Jr. Saturday, August 28th. Brandon Amphitheater. Reserve seats on sale Friday at noon at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss this very special engagement with Harry Connick Jr. and his seven-piece band. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction. And a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team. 601-966-8233. Or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Nomoreroofleak.com. Family. 
What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. What are we, 28 hours or so away from uh, postseason baseball, super regional baseball in Mississippi? Got an extra day to wait until Mississippi State and Notre Dame play. So, Borky, I've done a little research. And, and by say uh, little research, I mean a little research, kind of like when I kind of studied for a test in college. You know, I did, you know, some cursory stuff. Oh, you didn't I, do the whole stay up till 4 a.m., take a 45-minute nap, and then go right back to studying thing like I did? There was no taking the nap. Like, if I stayed up and then took the nap, I wasn't going to wake back up. That was not going to be a good plan. I don't think, this is really an indictment on me, I don't think I ever once studied for a test multiple days out. Like, if I had a test on Friday, I wouldn't study I might have done until that for Thursday a paper. Yeah, like, if I had a paper that had to be done, I knew it couldn't be done in a, you know, a six-hour window, then maybe you had to start. But, uh, yeah, I was not real good at uh, real good at doing that. You know, the C Spire text line is always the best way for you to get in touch with us. 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines, $45 each, auto pay and paperless billing. No bull, cspire.com. So, some things that perhaps you didn't already know about Mississippi State's baseball opponent this weekend, Notre Dame. It's kind of hard to do this with a brand like Notre Dame because it yeah, feels like everybody Rudy, knows everything. Rudy was based at Notre Dame? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard him, uh, the real Rudy... Uh, that's actually not the first thing. I do have it on my list, though. Hey, so he's a public speaker now, making a killing doing it. So respect the hustle. Far less inspiring <laughs> in real life than, uh, than what is it, Sean Austin in the movie? Yeah. I wonder if when he speaks publicly, if there's that one guy in the crowd that goes, You were offsides! <laughs> I don't know. So uh, Notre Dame is technically in Notre Dame, Indiana which is just outside the city limits of South Bend. So everybody always talks about South Bend. Notre Dame is technically its own little place. It was founded in 1842 by Edward Soren. Big campus. Main campus covers a little over 1,200 acres. Uh, it contains a number of recognizable landmarks. Some of these you've heard of, such as the Golden Dome. Got some fun facts about the Golden Dome in just a second. The World of Life mural which has a more recognizable name. It's called Touchdown Jesus. And, of course, Notre Dame Stadium and the Basilica. 
With regard to the baseball team, they play in the ACC. They are currently coached by Link Jarrett, who is a Florida State grad. They play at Frank Eck Baseball Stadium. Here's where it gets interesting, Borky. So, me, I know a whole lot about Frank Eck for sure. Well, I'm not going to tell you anything about Frank Eck, but I will say that the conversation that we've had about Notre Dame playing in a bit of a different environment this weekend, capacity of Frank Eck Stadium, nice enough facility, 1,825. So I said this on the live stream this morning, and it was kind of hyperbolic, but it's probably true. I said that Notre Dame will be playing on Saturday afternoon in front of a crowd that will have more people than any weekend they've played this season combined with a few thousand to spare. Yes. There will be... Two and a half times the 1,825 capacity inside the stadium without seats on Saturday. Think about that. It's crazy. I mean, maybe not two and a half times, but twice as many. 3,600 people inside that stadium without a place to put their tush? No question. Yeah. No question. Notre Dame has appeared in two College World Series. 1957 was the first. 2002 was the most recent. And they've won five conference titles. Heading into this year, the all-time winning percentage. How about this? All-time winning percentage for Notre Dame baseball going into this year was .723. You don't think of Notre Dame as a baseball power, and yet... Their baseball all-time winning percentage is only five one-thousandths of a point less than the all-time winning percentage for Notre Dame football. (laughs) Baseball school. It's a baseball school. Started playing baseball in 1892. First game was against Michigan. They won it, and then they didn't play the next year. Conference championships for Notre Dame in 99 01, 02, 04, 06, and 21. So the all-time winningest coach at Notre Dame is Clarence Jack Klein. He has 558 wins, 449 losses, and five ties, but he was the head coach there for 42 seasons. The most successful coach, without question for Notre Dame, is Paul Maneri. By the way, we'll talk with Matt Moscona, from ESPN Baton Rouge coming up later in this hour about pulmonary, about his retirement, about the circumstances surrounding that, whether or not he got to do it on his own terms, and also what is LSU going to do? Where are they going to go? Where is this going to end? It appears as if it's not going to be Kevin O'Sullivan. It sounds like there's a good chance it is going to be Paul Casey. But Mike Bianco's name is still in the mix as well. So we'll see where it ends up. Look forward to that conversation with Matt Moscona coming up. Pulmonary in 12 seasons, Borky. So 30 seasons fewer than Clarence Jack Klein. 533 wins. He won 71.4% of his games at Notre Dame. He took them to the College World Series. He won one, two, three, four conference titles. He did a great job. 
Not a good job, a great job at Notre Dame. It's really impressive. I mean, it, I, in hindsight, I guess we should have known, or I should have known, that they were better at better than this. But so hyper focused in the South, I haven't really paid attention. Yeah. All right, a couple of other things. Link Jarrett told you the head coach played baseball at Florida State, ninety-one to ninety-four for Mike Martin. Prior to getting the head coaching job at Notre Dame, he was at UNC Greensboro, won uh, won that conference in twenty eighteen, finished third in twenty nineteen. Um, short season last year, they were eleven and two, went twenty nine and ten in the regular season. This year, obviously three and zero in their regional. And stop me if you've heard this before. Outscored their opponents in three games by a total of fifty to five, including a twenty six to three win against a really good UConn team. All right. Random fun facts about Notre Dame. The Golden Dome that sits atop the main building is covered in not 24 carat, but 23.9 carat gold, gold leaf. Students often find flakes of gold in the surrounding grass during the regilding process. You just hope that's at one of those times where all those little gold stores have popped up where you can, you know, sell your gold for cash. Uh, have you ever heard before that the uh, football helmets actually get some gold in them? You ever heard that? Yeah, is that true anymore? Yes. Other flakes that are collected during the re-gilding process of the Golden Dome are used in the painting process of the football helmets at Notre Dame. Maybe they could uh, use some of that gold and pay for any grass on their baseball field. It has been said that if a male and female student hold hands and walk around the two lakes on campus in the shape of a figure eight, then Borky, they will get married. Aww. A similar tale is if two people of the opposite sex kiss under the lion's arch, it will lead to marriage. That's a little fruity. A little bit. don't know if you know this, but there uh, have been a couple of movies filmed on Notre Dame's campus. One of them was called Rudy. The other was Newt Rockney All-American. Uh, two other things for you, and then we'll be done. Students under no circumstance walk up the steps of the main building. That's the Golden Dome. Uh, the popular superstition is that you will not graduate if you do so. Therefore, it is a commencement tradition to take a picture on the stairs after you graduate and, of course, Notre Dame has seven Heisman Trophy winners, the most of any school in history. If you need their names, here they are. Angelo Bertelli in 1943, Johnny Lujak in 1947. Both those guys were quarterbacks. Leon Hart was an end in 1949. Johnny Latner, a halfback in 1953. Paul Horning, quarterback in 1956. John Warte, quarterback 1964. The most recent Heisman Trophy winner for Notre Dame. The great Tim Brown, the wide receiver, back in 1987. So...
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. And a look to Saturday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you. Okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, at Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There's been significant rainfall in parts of our state over the past several days, especially in the North Mississippi Delta and Oxford. Governor Tate Reeves has been monitoring the situation. Uh, we did have to evacuate a neighborhood uh, that was downstream uh, in in South Oxford uh, late yesterday afternoon. My understanding is that they are back in. Thunderstorms and torrential rains have resulted in widespread flooding, mainly north of I-20. And according to WCBI, a barge has sunk on the Tentom Waterway and hit Stennis Lock and Dam in Columbus. The Army Corps of Engineers says the sunken barge is now restricting water flow through the dam, so areas north of it need to prepare for flooding. A former longtime mayor of the capital city has passed away. Dale Danks died yesterday due to complications from a stroke. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber to the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. This is Delbert Hoseman, your lieutenant governor, a COVID survivor, and a vaccination recipient. The National Guard continues to administer the vaccine to thousands of Mississippians. Let's honor them and protect our families and our friends. Visit HealthyMS.com for more information. Paid for by friends of Delbert Hoseman. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm with you on this Thursday afternoon. It is rare that we get to visit with uh, Matt Moscona, who is uh, radio host in Baton Rouge. He has been on the show before, usually at SEC Media Days. We tend to work at the exact same time, and so it makes it difficult. He joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line right now. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Matt, what's up, my man? Oh, you know, just a regular old Thursday, Richard. Coaching searches, coaches coming out of retirement potentially, uh, allegations, things of, uh, you know, conspiracy theories, hiring new line coaches in June. Yeah, just a regular day in Baton Rouge. <laughs> it's been a crazy, what, two years? I mean, is, is that, I mean, I guess kind of going back to the national championship season and all the highs that went along with that, but kind of since then, Staff turnover and NCAA stuff and multiple sports and a Title IX investigation that is not a lot of fun to talk about, and now the the baseball stuff that we're getting to. Yeah, um, it's actually been an interesting <laughs> existence for everything involving LSU in the state of Louisiana. But the, the past two years have certainly been um, uh, trying um, from the, you know, the height of, of winning that, the national championship football, but surrounded by a lot of dark clouds as well. It, it's been interesting waters for LSU to navigate for sure. Let's do baseball first, and then if we've got time to talk about some of the other stuff, we can. This coaching search, I don't think it was a surprise, uh, to, to many people, certainly people that follow college baseball closely, uh, that Paul Maneri stepped down. Um, it sounds like he basically got to do it on his own terms. Is that is that a fair summation or maybe not? Yeah, I think so. I think um, he was. I mean, I, I mean, Richard, we're at the point now where I think people can talk about this pretty openly. That you know, Paul didn't make this decision 
on a snap when he woke up one day a couple of weeks ago. It was pretty much determined you know, before the season that this was going to be it for Paul. And you know, for people who don't know, he's you know he's gone through a lot in his personal life, you know, losing his father and uh, who, to whom he was very close, was his mentor, his best friend. And, um, yeah, and Paul explained in his press conference when he was retiring that he's battled a this debilitating neck issue where he's had two neck surgeries and it's literally cost him migraine, caused him migraines and he's had trouble sleeping. I and mean, when you look at Paul Maneri in the dugout and he looks pained, he is pained. I mean, he has been living with this debilitating chronic pain since 2018. Um, it, 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 it was just time. And I think he understood that and, and LSU allowed him the opportunity to go out and announce how he wanted. I mean, Richard, I'll tell you now, that I had people tell me before the season that they encouraged Paul to announce his retirement before the season and take it sort of as a victory lap. Yeah. And, you know, in the same way that Mike Martin did, Skip Bertman did it. Um, a lot of coaches do that. And uh, he apparently wasn't interested, so I would say it's fair, Richard. I think he, he did get an opportunity to, to do it how he wanted, and, you know, and that was teams two wins away from sending him to Omaha. Yeah, and that certainly would be a pretty incredible storybook finish to it. So, Palmineri won national championship. There are people that thought he didn't win enough, but, I mean, the standard that Skip Bertman set is going to make that difficult to anybody or for anybody to live up to. But now moving forward, that's the goal. Find somebody that can live up to the standard that is LSU baseball. We get the news, and I'm not sure exactly the best way to unpack this. Maybe we ought to do it kind of in order of the way the names have popped up. The first name that popped up was Kevin O'Sullivan at Florida, which obviously would be a huge splash hire. He's got seven trips to the College World Series in 14 seasons at Florida. They've won the national championship, played for another one. And yet there were some maybe other things going on that made his candidacy complicated. Is that is that the softest way to put it? Yeah, I think that's that's probably fair. Um, and because, listen, Richard, I think here's the thing. Everything around LSU right now is is being considered with a completely different layer considering the fact that LSU is in the midst of a massive Title IX investigation from the U.S. Department of, it, of Investigation and a Title IX lawsuit filed by a, uh, a, a current employee. I, I mean... LSU can't afford missteps in any way. So things that that we may often just overlook or not consider, I think LSU has to consider. And and that's likely why there was a little bit of, of maybe trepidation moving forward with Kevin O'Sullivan. But, but I'll tell you also, Richard, like, I don't mind saying this openly. The decision to pull out today was Kevin O'Sullivan's. Um, as I understand it, LSU was going to have a formal meeting with Kevin O'Sullivan this week, and I think Kevin O'Sullivan just was tired of having this thing slow played. I mean, understand it if you're if you're not put yourself in his shoes. If you're not going to end up being offered or take the LSU job, every day that you wait, your current players have ambiguity. Potential recruits aren't sure. Your current boss needs an answer. I mean, there's so many different things in the air, which is why it's better to have things done swiftly and tactfully. And I'll tell you, man, LSU, you know, they laid the groundwork for this knowing full well that, that this was going to likely be Palmineri's final year. You know, they laid the groundwork with Kevin O'Sullivan weeks ago, and it, it just has been dragging now for the last two weeks since that question was asked at the SEC tournament. Um, and I think ultimately Kevin O'Sullivan just wasn't going to wait any longer and said, you know, forget it. I'm good where I am. And so 
that leaves LSU with, with limited options to make a splash hire. So there are two other names that seem to be prominent in this. One of them is still coaching. The other one has been retired for three years. Kendall Rogers at D1 Baseball reported yesterday that uh, Paul Casey appeared to be the leading candidate. I-, I wondered out loud on the show yesterday if this news leaking out, and-, and I don't know, I mean, for people that were on the inside probably knew the name was there all along and it had been maybe bounced around a little bit, but if that leak yesterday was a little bit of a kind of a trial balloon, a test balloon, if you will, to gauge the reaction of LSU people and, and maybe the college baseball world writ large, to see if Paul Casey would be acceptable? Is there anything to that or am I way off base? So I think the leak didn't come from LSU. I think the leak came from Pat Casey. Okay. Um, Casey is, and, and by the way, Kendall is as good as there is. I mean, he's, for those yeah. that don't, I'm sure your audience does, but for those that don't know, he's as, uh, he, he, I, I, he's like the Adam Schefter of college baseball. Everyone talks to him. Everyone respects him. And if, if Kendall has info, I trust it is good. And I had heard that Pat Casey was in Baton Rouge last week. And, okay. um, and you don't take a flight from Oregon to Baton Rouge if there is not legitimate and sincere interest on both sides. Um, I think Pat Casey, when he retired at Oregon State, after winning three national titles and bowing out after winning one in 2018, you know, he was quoted as saying, and I'm, I'm, I'll paraphrase the quote, but he said, you know, if guys could just could only coach, just sit in the dugout and coach, you know, you do it for your whole life, but there's so much that goes along with it that really makes it lose some of its luster. And I think Pat Casey wanted to know how this would be received, um, which is why he was willing to leak that story. That's my, my guess on it. Um, it's complicated. Not only has he been out of coaching for three years, he's 62 years old, but with Pat Casey also comes you know the, the unearthing of the Luke Heimlich story uh, from right. his time at Oregon State. For those that don't remember, Heimlich was literally the best pitcher in college baseball who during his time at Ohio State, we learned, had a – a sexual um, molestation conviction when he was when he was a teenager. And now he denies it completely. And I've gone through and read all of the I mean, Richard. I've read all of the court documents from that that Luke Heimlich situation. And there are many people involved that believe he's telling the truth. Like Luke Heimlich passed a polygraph test. I mean, there's a lot of detailed info. I'll let anybody go read it for themselves to make their own determination. But the bottom line remains: he still pleaded guilty. And he, uh, that story follows Pat Casey wherever he goes. And like we talked about a bit ago, if you're LSU amid this cloud, this Title IX cloud, why would you walk down that path right now with Pat Casey? It, it's 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 perplexing, man. I and I don't. The only answer I could give you is that you know, Scott Woodward, LSU's athletic director, who is known for major hires looks at this as an opportunity to bring in a guy that's won three national championships. And that would be the, you know, the, the necessary splash higher than other candidates wouldn't necessarily offer. Yeah. And, and I want to get into the Mike Bianco stuff in just a second because he's the third name. And, and I think for some at LSU, that, that's like, you know, the, the favored son coming home. And for others, that's too far in the past. And maybe they look at what he's accomplished at Ole Miss. I, I will ask you this, and we'll take a quick break and get to Mike, Mike Bianco as well. Um, is the job at LSU not attractive enough that you can go a route other than hiring somebody that's been out of the game 
for three years. You got thirty seconds till a hard break. Um, I don't think that's the case at all. I think LSU. What happened here is LSU painted itself into a corner. They zeroed in on Kevin O'Sullivan early when they realized they needed to pivot. It left them with a a shortage of options, and now they are scrambling to try to find that best option as other jobs are filled, and that is really why they're at this this juncture. Visiting with Matt Moscona on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. We talk about two of the prominent names. We'll talk about Mike Bianco, the head coach at Ole Miss, his team playing in the Tucson Super Regional this weekend. This is Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. That accident at I-55 Northbound exit 46 has the left lane blocked and traffic backed up all the way past Highway 49. This update sponsored by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. A credit specialist work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 1999 now. 31% for 84 months. It deals with approved credit. Carter Jewelers was established 172 years ago in 1849 and is recognized as one of the oldest surviving businesses in the nation. One of the reasons for this 172-year miraculous survival has been our commitment to quality. Today, we've stepped up our game, and we're producing what we believe and know is the best quality diamond and gemstone jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. I'm going to say that again. Carter Jewelers is producing the best quality diamond jewelry ever made, and we're selling this jewelry at incredible prices. Carter Jewelers has been voted best jewelry store for the last three years by the Jackson Free Press. Trade-ins are welcome, and we've started our Christmas layaways. 18 months interest-free financing and no credit check financing. Carter Jewelers is located downtown Jackson on High Street, two blocks from the Capitol and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. 
transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know, how how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8526. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back one last time with you on this Thursday afternoon, continuing our conversation with Matt Moscona. He is the host of AFR on ESPN Baton Rouge. So, Matt, we, we talked about... Kevin O'Sullivan, we talked about Paul Casey. I thought you really left it at an interesting point right before the break, that LSU has painted itself into a corner uh, with regard to who it can get. Is Tony Vitello uh, an option? Is Cliff Godwin potentially an option? I mean, those are a couple of really hot young names in the college world that are kind of on the polar opposite of a 63-year-old Paul Madari or a 62-year-old Pat Casey. I think... um... Cliff Godwin was was well, Cliff Godwin one Cliff Godwin was most definitely on the list early on. Okay. I think some of the same potential hurdles they faced with Kevin O'Sullivan, they may be faced with Cliff Godwin, which maybe caused LSU to cool there. As far as Tony Vitello, um, Richard, I mean, I think a lot of people have a tremendous amount of respect for him as a an energetic young coach who's already done great things at Tennessee. But, I mean, literally I have had nobody at LSU mention him to me in the last eight weeks as a legitimate candidate. I, I think the the general feeling there is that maybe he's always wanted to get back to Arkansas at some point, even though he and Dave Van Horn apparently have a little rift that became very public. <laughs> apparently. Um, and then, and also that Tennessee is uh, is prepared to make him a, a very substantial offer to, to keep him there. So, yeah. I, again, Richard, I mean, I'm I don't know really many other ways to say it than LSU did a tremendous amount of legwork with Kevin O'Sullivan. They were very, very, very far down the road there when things slowed. And then LSU started kind of looking for for the exit ramp, right? Um, Very, very quickly looking for an exit ramp. And it's been... It's been obviously difficult finding a suitable exit ramp that that meets the criteria of what they are seeking for this hire. And listen, I mean, you, you've you've waited this long now, and a guy like Jim Schlossnagel, who of course has ties to the state of Louisiana, and 
uh, I'm sure would have crawled backwards to Baton Rouge, has now been hired at Texas A&M. I mean, yeah. the the longer you wait, the fewer options present. And all right, I, so what I about Mike Bianco? Why. So the the issue with Bianco is exactly what you said, Richard. If you're at LSU and you have a portion of this fan base that is displeased with Paul Maneri, who in 15 seasons won a national title, has a runner-up, and has been to Omaha five times and two wins away from a sixth appearance, and that's not good enough for many in this fan base. It is a tough sell on a guy whose reputation is great regular season teams, they choke in the postseason. And that probably isn't going to sit well with Ole Miss fans, but that's probably because it, it, there's some truth that hits home when they hear that. So it, there are a lot of Ole Miss fans really, that feel that way. I'm not sure it's entirely fair, but there are a lot of Ole Miss fans that feel that way. In 20 years to go to Omaha one time with the talent he has, your your resume is your resume. And it's it's just not going to be accepted here, regardless of whether or not Bianco played here by the fans. Now, who who will accept it, Richard, is... Skip Bertman, guys who played with or for Mike Bianco. And if LSU settles on bio, it look, the, the, the press conference would be a an LSU baseball reunion. I mean, every guy who ever played with or for him would be at that press conference essentially lending their support to that guy, encouraging the fan base to get behind it. But I, I can't tell you that that's something that's going to be well-received and with every passing minute, it seems like that's more and more of a possibility because if this Pat Casey report from Kendall ends up turning up snake eyes for LSU and they don't hire him for, for whatever reason, he doesn't take it or they pull the away, whatever, then Bianco becomes the very clear choice as a guy that's a proven head coach with SEC experience and knows the state and the culture and all like He becomes the obvious choice, but that I'm telling you, that is going to be an overwhelmingly un- an overwhelmingly underwhelming hire, um, as judged by LSU fans. And if it ends up happening, who knows? It might turn out to be a great hire, or it might turn out to be a bust, and I guess only time tells on that. Only a minute left. Well, this is a topic that we've explored. We've explored it with football. We've explored it with, with baseball as well. Has it become, in your mind, harder than ever to take a sitting Power 5 coach, regardless of the sport, and bring him to your school regardless of your budget? Well, I think in some degree, yes, because a lot of people have resources now and a lot of places you can win. But there are certain jobs that still carry a tremendous amount of cachet. Um, I mean, Richard, look, LSU women's basketball their only history is a very small window where they yeah. went to five straight women's final fours. They just pulled a coach that's won three national titles away from Baylor. I mean, so much of that obviously is timing. And and then getting your Nagel was willing to leave TCU after 18 years and why Kim Mulkey was willing to leave Baylor after 20 years and why Mike Bianco might be willing to leave Oxford after 21 years. Yeah. But it, it's, I'm not going to say that it's, it's more difficult than ever. I, you know, Maybe it, it is difficult and there's hurdles that you got to clear, but there there are still jobs with with cachet like and listen in college baseball 
that's that's LSU. Like Alabama Matt, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Here. We're up against a hard break. You're the best. Can't appreciate uh, say how much I appreciate your time. Sports Talk Mississippi. Enjoy your Thursday night. We'll be back with you tomorrow at three o'clock. Good night, everyone. Mississippi Media Production.